0: Welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rock star confidence. I'm Christina Canters, your host and founder of The C-Method, communication skills training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to episode 142 of Stand Out Get Noticed. Christina with you here. I hope you are having a wonderful holiday season. I feel like my tummy has revolted against all the sugar and the carbs I've been loading into my body over the last week or so, and I've reached this point where I just don't want to eat anything at all. I think it's that holiday season hangover that we tend to have. Anyway, but I'm still doing a podcast for you guys. Um, I thought I would do a quick one about reflecting on the year as this is the last episode for the year. So I hope that you have taken some time out or you will be taking some time out to reflect on your 2017 because, you know, I've learned that it is really important to do this. Now, earlier this year, I was part of an accountability mastermind group. And I remember one of the facilitators would make us write a reflection at the end of each month. I'll be frank with you. I'm not naturally a reflection type of person. I'm always go, go, go looking forward to the next thing. So when we had to do these exercises, I'd always begrudgingly go into them. And what we had to do was We would revisit our goals for the month. We would see if we achieved them. We'd write down our wins. So that's the good stuff that happened. And we'd write down our thoughts around the month and our thoughts around what we'd achieved. How how did we feel about the month that just passed? How did we feel about what we had achieved or hadn't achieved? And at the time I was a bit like, oh, got to do this reflection task. But then after doing it, after forcing myself to do it, I found it to be really, really helpful. I'd go back through my calendar for the month and look at all the meetings I'd had or the speaking gigs that I'd done or um, the, the the discovery calls that I'd had with people who then became clients. So I, I, I went back and I saw all of these things and I would realize that so many amazing things happened and so many amazing milestones had been achieved. But if I hadn't stopped to do this exercise, to go back and reflect on what I'd done, I wouldn't have appreciated all of those things that I'd achieved. Now, if you're a high achiever like me, you're likely to always be looking on to the next thing, you know, onward and upward. Just go, go, go. Keep on going. What's the next thing? Right. Achieve that goal. Great. Let's let's move on to the next thing. Let's make it even bigger. But the problem with this is, that if you don't take time to really savor what you've achieved, you risk not having that feeling of success. Because before you're thinking, all right, so my goal is this. If I achieve that, then that will be a success for me or then I will be happy or then I will be proud of my achievement. But then if you reach it and then you go straight on to the next thing, You go, oh, okay, well, that was great. Next thing I'm going to do, this thing is going to be even bigger. It's going to be even better. And then I'll feel like I'm successful or then I'll feel proud or happy. Now, if you do this, you then risk never feeling that sense of accomplishment because let's face it, there's always bigger and better things you can be doing. There's always more money you can be making or bigger clients that you could be landing or higher positions that you could be promoted to. Um, or, a, or a higher pay level, whatever. There are always bigger and better things. So if you're constantly striving for the next thing, you will, it, it never ends. It never ever ends. I remember speaking with Laura Coe, who runs a fabulous podcast called The Art of Authenticity. And when I had a conversation with her on on this podcast, she was talking about how she sees life as a video game and how we're constantly leveling up. Like as soon as you You achieve one thing that's like you've passed level one and then you get out into level then you go up into level two and you might die the first few times but then you figure out how to pass level two and then you pass it and then as soon as you pass level two you go oh great I'm on to level three now but you don't really appreciate having completed that level and I really liked how she explained it um like this so anyway my back to my main point about reflecting on the year That's why I believe it's so important to do this. And even though I don't naturally tend to do do this, I used to think it was a bit of a waste of time having to sit down and go, okay, go through everything that I've done. I've learned that it is really, really valuable. So even if you're thinking, no, Christina, I'm ready for 2018. I don't want to even think about 2017. I'm ready to move on, get into it. Let's go. I challenge you. To just slow it down a bit and use these last remaining days of the year to to think about all the things that you you have done or maybe haven't done. And um, I've got a few questions here that you might like to ask yourself. So here's what you can do start a new page of a notebook or a Google Doc or whatever you use to write things down on. And I've got five things that you can write down. Firstly, what were your major wins for the year? Now, this could be related to work or in your personal life. I This is probably my favorite one to do, is writing down what your wins are. And they don't have to be huge wins. They could be small wins. It doesn't matter as long as it's important to you. For me, I had some awesome wins. Um, I had my biggest month with my business financially, which is very cool. I started working with my business coach, Farnoosh. She is amazing. That was a huge win for me. I got engaged. That was a really big win. That was awesome. Um, Went to Burning Man. That was something that I have always wanted to go to, but it never seemed like it would ever happen. So for that to happen was a huge win. And to come back safe and sound was also a win too. So number one was what were your wins? Number two, what are you proud of? We don't spend enough time being proud of ourselves. We tend to play down our accomplishments and say, oh, it was nothing. No, no big deal. It's fine. Or I didn't do that much. It was mostly other people doing it. It was a team effort. No, this is time for you to write down what are you proud of? What are you proud of you for? Okay. Now, I'm particularly proud of this podcast reaching 30,000 downloads in a single month. That was one of my goals for 2017 and I hit it. So I'm really, really proud. I meet a lot of people who say they want to start a podcast or they do start a podcast and then it just fizzles out after a few episodes. So the fact that I've been able to keep mine going every single week for the last almost two years now, which is pretty cool, episode 142, yeah, um, that's that's an achievement I'm very proud of. So just want to share that one. Okay, so that was uh, What Are You Proud of Achieving?, Number three, uh, gratitude. I love writing down what I'm grateful for. So what you could do is write down what things, people or events from 2017 are you grateful for? I've started a new habit where I write down three things I'm grateful for every day. Every morning, I write down three things I'm grateful for. Well, I try to anyway, but most mornings I write it down. Now being grateful forces you to appreciate what you have and it brings you into the moment as well. So if you're ever feeling a little upset or disgruntled or frustrated or annoyed at life in general, you feel like life is not being good to you, take a moment and write down what you are grateful for. It's actually impossible to feel angry or frustrated or some other negative emotion and gratitude at the same time. So be grateful, write it down. Be grateful for all the wonderful people in your life. Be grateful for your health. Be grateful for the amazing things that happen. Be grateful that you're safe, that your family is well. There are many things to be grateful for. So uh, write that down. Just a side note. I so I've been reading Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss, and it's it's pretty cool. I don't actually listen to his podcast because the interviews are way too long, and I just I just can't I can't do it. Um, but I love reading his book because I can flick through, and he he distills his, you know, 90 minute interviews into like two pages of content, which is great. So I go through there and I read all the best bits without having to listen to his really lengthy show. And one of the things he, he wrote in there was that one of the little things that you can do to help boost your happiness and contentment with the world is to wish for other people to be happy. And it's really simple. You don't have to write anything down at any point in the day. You just sit there and you picture one or two people in your mind. It could be someone you know, maybe you're sitting in your car and you look across and it's the driver in the car next to you and you just think to yourself, I wish for him to be happy. I wish for her to be happy. I wish that I wish for them to be happy. And that is all you do. And it's actually amazing. It sounds so simple, but it just lifts your mood just that little bit. It just makes you feel calm and at peace. And I found myself doing this, uh, let's say if someone annoys me, like if they cut in front of me on the road, or if someone's a bit slow, I tend to get a bit impatient going, why are you not going the speed limit? I would just think to myself, I wish for that person to be happy. And then I miraculously I feel really good again so that's my little side note tip for you if you want to boost your happiness and feel feel good at any point no one even knows you're doing it wish other people for, to be happy it's beautiful okay those are three things I've got you to write down so far firstly major wins number two what are you proud of number three what are you grateful for number four what were the big lessons you learned I love writing down lessons because we're learning every day and sometimes we learn really profound things and and we apply them to our lives and they make a huge difference in our lives. And there are so many. I'm not going to go through a bunch now. I will share one with you. I read a book called Getting Things Done. It's a very well-known productivity book by David Allen. And in the book he talks about how our minds – physically can't keep track of all of the things that we think we need to do. So all the mind chatter. So for example, you've got your regular to-do stuff, say for work, but then there's also, you know, organise this dinner, um, mail that letter, um, email this person about this thing, um, pick up my clothes from the dry cleaners, get my car serviced, figure out where I'm going to go on holiday – All these little things in our head that just jam in there, they rattle around in our our minds and we don't even realize it, but they actually take away our ability to focus on the really important stuff. So what David Allen says is to get everything out of your head into one system. So every time you have a thought, oh, I need to do this. Oh, that's right. I need to do that write it down. You, you get it down and you get everything out of your head so it's captured in one system. And it doesn't mean that you have to do everything on that list. It's not a, a to-do list of this is everything I need to do today, but it's a system for capturing everything that's in your head so that you don't need to waste any more mental energy on trying to remember it. Does that make sense? I don't try to remember anything anymore. As soon as I'm told something, oh, hey, let's do lunch on this day. Oh, hey, I need to call this person. I write it down. So since I read that book, I bought a program called OmniFocus, which I've been using on my desktop, not on my phone. Um, I've been using it to capture all of the things that I need to do and I separate them all into different projects. That has made a huge impact on my life. Simply learning that, learning that you know our brains aren't designed to keep all this information in and if we actually get it out, then it's going to make our lives much easier and we'll be more organized, we won't feel overwhelmed anymore and we'll just feel good about what we are doing because we know that we've captured everything. So simply learning that has made a huge impact on my life and if you're interested to learn more about that, go check out Getting Things Done by David Allen. Okay, now the last thing you can write down as you are reflecting on your year is what didn't you achieve? Uh, this might sound a little bit negative, but it's also important to write these things down because then as you write down, what did you not achieve? What, did you, what goals did you set for yourself that you didn't hit? And then you can write down, well, why? Why didn't you achieve them? What were the actions that you didn't take that led to that result? And then you can start to write down, all right, what can you do next year to make sure that you achieve those goals? And maybe your goals changed. That's okay. You might've had a goal for one thing and then you didn't hit it because something else came up and that took priority. And maybe that's okay. Or maybe it just came up and you allowed yourself to focus on that other thing without prioritizing the original thing that you wanted to do. Now, this happened to me this year. One thing that I didn't achieve was developing a keynote speech. I really wanted to focus on getting more paid speaking engagements this year, specifically keynotes. And I did, I actually did hit my goal of number of speaking engagements that I had. Um, But I still, I wanted to develop a, a keynote that I can then send, I can pitch to other conference planners. And it also required me to create a strong media kit, which includes an outline of your presentations and also a speaker reel. Now, that was what I really wanted to prioritize. However, I ended up focusing on my one-on-one coaching and running business training workshops, which is not a bad thing because I became better as a coach. I became better at running these small group workshops and I've been building up my coaching practice and I have amazing clients and I've been able to increase my prices and it's all been going amazingly. At the same time, because I was focusing all my energy to building up my skills as a coach, building up my business as a coach, it meant that I left the speaking and the keynote presentations to the side. And as it got to the end of this year, as it got to around like October, I was reflecting a bit on the year and I thought, you know what? I haven't done any of that keynoting stuff that I I said I was going to do. And so it meant that I had to re-look at where I was spending my time and reprioritize working on my keynotes and getting my speaker reel done. Now getting my speaker reel done has been a work in progress for the last two years and I've been procrastinating over it and just not putting that amount of um, thought and effort into it. So I realized I had to take action and I finally got my butt into gear. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I hired a professional videographer. His name is Keith Rhodes from clipsthatsell.com.au. He is super excellent at what he does. And I approached him and he said, absolutely, I would love to make a video for you. And I got it done. So now I have something tangible to send to conference organizers and meeting planners. And I put the video up on my Facebook page and I've had such a positive response from people. Um, I've had more coaching inquiries as well as a result of it, which has been amazing and unexpected. So that was another big win for me, getting that done. So for you, I want you to think about what did you not achieve? And maybe you need to Rethink where you're spending your time because if that's where you where, wherever you put your energy and your effort, that's where you're gonna see that result. So if you have a goal to achieve one thing, yet your energy and your time are spent on something else, don't be surprised if you don't achieve that original goal. You need to prioritize it and make sure that you put time in towards um, working towards it. So those are my tips or well, things that you can write down as you reflect on the, on your year. Do give it a go. I I'm sure that you will find it really helpful and it'll put you in a good place to move forward into 2018 and set some new goals for yourself. I want to say a huge thank you to you for being such an amazing supporter this year. Thank you for listening, for sharing, for reviewing the show, for giving me feedback. I'm so grateful for that. It's been absolutely incredible. I hope you enjoy the last remaining days of 2017 and I wish you every success in 2018 because you deserve it, Rockstar. (laughs) I'm so excited for what next year will bring and I hope to have you there with me on the journey. Thanks again, Rockstar. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.